Watching what has been happening here in the United States for some time now, it reminds me of the movie The Titanic. When the Titanic was sinking, there were some people who were fighting to survive. But then there were people who knew they weren't going to make it. So they would just stay put. And that kind of describes the people here in the United States. Instead of fighting for survival, considering what's going on, they would rather go down with the sinking ship. As we continue to witness the sinking of this country, here we are on Wednesday where the House, as fast as I've ever seen it done, are attempting to impeach President Trump. And let me say this, I don't give a shit about either side because the Democrats are overly emotional and it's being mentioned in this impeachment process how revengeful they are instead of focusing on governing this country and the Republicans are running scattered like a bunch of scared children and it's bad enough to have division amongst the people in your country but when you have a division in your government that is a high level sign of a sinking ship authorities investigate several threats for a week of siege leading up to the ceremony all right todd pyro joins us todd Steve Ainsley and Brian Washington taking extreme protection measures in the days leading up to Joe Biden's inauguration with around 6,600 National Guardsmen already in D.C. And check these photos out, showing the troops lining the walls and the floors of the Capitol building, some even sleeping there. There will be up to 20,000 National Guard troops deployed. That is four times more troops in D.C. for the inauguration than in Iraq and Afghanistan combined. They're expected to be in place by this weekend as federal law enforcement tracks multiple threats for a, quote, week of siege. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser facing threats herself and asking the feds to cancel demonstration permits ahead of next week's inauguration. The United States is like being in a boat with a group of people and none of us like each other. And at the bottom of this boat, it's filled with holes. There's a hole of division. There's a hole of poverty. There's a hole of homelessness. There's a hole of unemployment. There's a hole of hatred. There's a hole of jealousy. 
there's a hole of envy. Just after Joe Biden is inaugurated next week, the impeachment trial of President Trump could begin in the Senate. But our brand new NBC News poll shows Americans sharply divided 50 to 48 percent over the issue. Here's Peter Alexander. Tonight, 24 hours after speeding through the historic second impeachment of President Trump, Nancy Pelosi is still holding back on sending that incitement of insurrection charge over to the Senate. The earliest a trial could start next Wednesday, Inauguration Day, an hour after President-elect Biden's been sworn in. Today, one of the House Republicans who voted to impeach, saying he's now concerned for his safety. Many of us are altering our routines, um, uh, working to get body armor. It's sad that we have to get to that point, but you know, our expectation is that someone may try to kill us. Just 10 House Republicans voted for impeachment, while more than 90%, nearly 200 Republican members, voted against it, denouncing what they call a Democratic-led rush to judgment. There's been no investigation into this. If they really wanted the facts, and if they think the facts are on their side, they would have done that. They would have held a hearing uh, and, and, and gotten all of this out there. Tonight, a new NBC News poll finds Americans are evenly split over the president's impeachment and possible removal from office with 90% of Republicans opposed. Today, as staffers begin removing items from the West Wing and preparations for Biden's inauguration ramp up, the focus turns to the Senate, where Democrats will need 17 Republicans to join them to convict and remove the president, an uphill climb. What good comes from impeaching, impeaching President Trump after he's out of office? That's an unconstitutional attack on the presidency. It will divide the country. It will incite violence. If convicted, President Trump could also be barred from holding office again. A top Democrat today was asked whether they would get enough Republican votes. I honestly don't know. I will tell you, I, I think it was uh, a shattering experience for all of us. I think a lot of members of the Senate on both sides of the aisle realized the gravity of this situation. A lot of people have been asking me, where do you feel the United States is going due to all these current chaotic events that we are all witnessing. I'm going to give all of you just one answer. The reality is that, you know, empires rise and fall, eras come and go. That's the truth of history. And, and if, 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 if the people can't see um, what's going on to themselves, that's often a sure sign that, that, that uh, the danger is on the horizon. What's so wrong about pointing inward and saying, we have our own problems to fix and perhaps we don't need to be on the world stage in the same way? Well, what is the impact of you know, having global leadership or a society standing if you choose to do that? Well, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong about it. It's, it's more um, an issue of, you know, the American presence on the global stage. Do we look back over the last 50 or 60 years and believe that it's been, for all of its problems, fundamentally a positive or a negative force in the world? Um, certainly, um, uh, the idea of, of, of turning back upon ourselves 
you know, improving our infrastructure, looking after our own people um, is probably long overdue. But I think that the bigger question is the, the integrity of who we are. You know, how do we, how do we bridge this divide? I mean, how do we get back to a place where, uh, and part of, part of this is just, um, you know, sociological. I mean, one, you know, we, people always talk about how great the schools were in the 1950s, but often left out of that equation is the fact that the only opportunities for women in that decade were, of course, nursing or secretarial or teaching. So when we grew up or when I grew up, um, uh, you, you know, our teachers were women who today are on the bench. They're surgeons. They're, they're, they're running for office. They're running corporations. So, you know, some of these things just, you know, and the idea, you know, that, that uh, a family can be solid middle class just with a, a single wage is, is simply no longer the case. So some of these changes we just have to adapt to. But I think this, I, no nation can stand when it's, it's like Lincoln said, no nation can stand when it's, you know, at odds with itself. There's an old saying that a captain should go down with his ship. Well, how about an entire nation of people? The U.S. has been on life support for some time now, and I think it's starting to show that it's time to pull the plug. Considering everything that is happening right now, other countries around the world, they have to be laughing their ass off at us right now at this spectacle called the United States. The United States, <laughs> more like the divided states of America. That's what's, you know, that's what we really represent right now. Every problem and issue we are facing, the end result, or should I say, the primary goal is for us to embrace division between each other. I mean, that's what the mainstream media wants us to think. But when I'm out and about, yes, you can feel the fatigue. You can feel the low energy and fear in our environment. But I also run into a lot of people who, you know, they're generally courteous, polite, and nice. You know, there are some assholes you'll see on the freeway, especially when there's traffic. But you saw that, you know, when things were normal, people in general have lost their patience. And I don't blame them. To a certain extent, a lot of us have been traumatized by these current events that have happened in the last 10 to 11 months. The United States is at a critical point in history right now. We are right smack dab in the middle of, of what some people are calling the Great Reset. The United States has been operating on this fake money system since August 15th. 1971 when Mr. Watergate himself Richard Nixon announced that the U.S. would no longer convert dollars into gold I still can't understand why people think you can continue down this road of creating money out of thin air some of us are so programmed and conditioned that we could never imagine a world without physical cash well you better get ready because we're going to experience that firsthand. I mean, we already are. I was thinking just last week when I found a $20 bill. I talked about it in my last episode. I found a $20 bill on the ground. And I thought to myself, damn, I can't even remember the last time I purchased anything with physical cash. This has been in play for some time now. 
the majority of all of our purchases are done with cards. I will be talking more about this more in one of my upcoming episodes, how we will be moving into a cashless society and how digital purchasing is the new wave to the future. Physical cash will still be relevant, but it's being pushed out fast by the digital purchasing system. How we spend our money is the least of our problems right now. The people here in the US are no different than slaves at an auction right now. Even though we are being distracted by a bunch of nonsense, we are being auctioned off right now to the highest bidder. And the fucked up thing about this is that no matter who wins, they are not really concerned about the people, but more or less concerned about the land and resources we are living on. If you think they really give a shit about you or your family, you're fooling yourself. This battle that we are all witnessing is about control. But what makes it so clever is that they are not fighting with each other. They want us to, you know, think, you know, they want to give us this impression that they are at odds with each other. But it's no different than watching the WWF wrestling. They fight in the ring, but they are best buddies behind closed doors. In the coming months, we will be fighting for our freedom with the cover of us accepting, you know, stimulus funding, vaccines, and the dream world of things getting back to normal. But when it's all said and done, what we will really see is our years of hard work being flushed down the toilet. And there's going to be a lot of us who won't be able to get a grip on reality that we are all on a sinking ship. Show your support for the D-Win Legacy Podcast and hit us on our cash app at dollar sign capital D-S-O-U-L-S capital P-R-O 21 as we continue to bring you great content every week that will make you think. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast. And I want to thank everyone all across the world for taking the time to listen in. You are much appreciated. And this week, we have to be very careful because the tension is very high right now. And everybody has their eye on this inauguration. 
and things can get easily out of control real quick. So everyone be careful, be vigilant, make sure you make the right decisions. I'm hoping that the situation is peaceful, but I've been hearing so many different things from so many different sources that anything could happen. I'm going to put my prayers to the most high that we can all get through this because this ship is sinking fast, but just make sure you go out this weekend and I don't want to sound like a prepper or nothing, but Hey, we, we gotta be, we gotta be cautious nowadays. So go out, get plenty of supplies for yourself. Make sure you have plenty of food, water, stuff of that nature. Just get on top of things. Cause you, we, we just, we don't know what might happen. And it's better to be prepared than guess. And then shit goes wrong. And then you asked out. So, but anything can happen nowadays. So it's better to be prepared just in case, you know, things may get out of control, but I have everyone in my prayers. I hope everything goes smooth. No matter who's in office, all of us have to do a little bit of soul searching for ourselves and start doing better, not only for ourselves, but our families, our people, and the generations coming up after us. And we'll be back next week with another episode that will make you think. Peace.